Want to ring the bell? All right. Ding, ding. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Two Views Movies. I am Garrett. <laughs> and I'm Carson. I had to think about that for a split second. You, you, are, you are Garrett. <laughs> as I was adjusting my headphones, I you know couldn't do two things at once and almost forgot my name. Names are hard. <laughs> right. All right. What are we here to talk about today? We got all sorts of fun stuff. We're all talking, sorts? All sorts. All sorts. We're going we're gonna to start off with a coming to America trailer. Yeah, I mean, problem one, don't name it things like that. Right, because it's already confusing. What are you watching? Coming to America, not coming to America. Right, there's no way in the English language to correctly enunciate this to get the point across. Right. Like, at least you, with you, Lisa, the you, fasten- you have to say, coming to America, well, the second one. Right, yeah, so there's no way to be like, like, at least... The one I hate the most is The Fast and The Furious versus Fast and Furious. But at least you can enunciate and like clearly state which one you're talking about. But yeah, this is Coming to America 2. So then the, then I guess the question is going to become, wait, did they make a sequel to the sequel? Like, is it Coming to America 2? 2? <laughs> Such a mess. Would that, would that be 2? <laughs> right. So we're talking Coming to Coming dose America works better in Spanish. Works way better it in Spanish. It does work much better in Let's Spanish. Let's just go with that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Coming dose America. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking that trailer today. And then we're gonna talk about uh boss level. Debuted on Hulu last Friday, same same day as this, same day as Coming Dose America. Yeah, uh Hulu original. Yeah. I'm excited to talk about that one. It it, it was uh it felt like it could have been in our wheelhouse. I'm interested to see where, where we both landed on it. Yeah. Yeah, so all right. Uh, I, and I feel like it's going to take us down many different directions. So let's let's dive in and, and get through through coming Dose America. Okay. Well, I mean, what do you really want to say about coming Dose America? I mean, it is. Has there been a good comedy sequel that takes place? I mean, first of all, I think comedy sequels are hard to do in general. But then I guess I would also caveat and say. Or ask. The only other one I can think of is Dumb and Dumber, like where a comedy sequel has been done way after the original, like after like the nostalgia's kind of built up, and I guess there's a clamoring for another Dumb and Dumber, and there's a clamoring for another Coming to America. But um, are there any others that I'd be missing? Because really, it just feels like the trailer is like, hey, we're just, we're gonna do the same thing again. Yeah, and that's that's where it looks. I mean, there's 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 sequels. There's you know Ghostbusters two. Sure, another stakeout. Which well, but Ghost, okay, so Ghostbusters two is inferior to Ghostbusters. Well, I mean, there's very few sequels that surpass the original, and we we've sure. had this discussion before. Um, and I don't imagine I'm, a comedy is gonna gonna really do that. Right? Does Does your gut tell you that comedy sequels are even worse? Yes. Okay. Yes. I, because, I, I have no empirical data for this. No. <laughs> I'm just well, I mean, gut feel. We, we've got some. Uh, a lot of them are trying to. Like Anchorman Two, you're trying to do the same joke, but slightly different. But it's still the same yeah. joke. You know, right. it's like, oh, we're gonna put this little twist. Like, yeah, but we saw that. You know, right. and so, and I feel like this is gonna be a lot of that. We already have all yeah. the characters. Like, yes, you do want to see. I mean, we we love Coming to America. It's one of one of our favorite comedies. Um, we quote it all the time. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, there, there's nothing wrong with that movie. And this one, just watching the trailer. Yes, we did want to see all the characters back, but at the same time, those barbershop guys got to be, what, 110? <laughs> yeah, they somehow stayed the same age, right. even though Akeem and Semi are looking a little little older. <laughs> and so, yeah, I, it, I guess, like, but, okay, so a couple of things. Like, was somebody asking for this? Because I think the thing that comes across people's minds is, like, it's a money grab. Sure, I... I would say yes, people are asking for this because I think people want Eddie Murphy back into a good movie. I don't think people yes. stop liking Eddie Murphy. I people I think people stopped liking Eddie Murphy movie. The crap crap that he was putting out. 
but that's kind of almost where like I mean I'd almost have him rather make Beverly Hills Cop four, right? Just oh, because one hundred percent. Well well one, because I mean I, I tend to prefer Beverly Hills Cop more than I prefer Coming to America, even though they're both great. But you've already kind of gone down the sequel path with that one. So it's kinda like, okay, if you roll the dice on a fourth one, you know, no harm, no foul, right? Like, okay. It wasn't all that good. Neither was two and three. So, you know, whatever. But when you revisit like these other ones, like if he was to make another trading places with Dan Aykroyd, you know, like I'm just not sure who's asking for that specific property to get redone because we can all go. That's part of the beauty of comedies is unlike some of these other movies, like they remain funny. Like you can go back and watch an action movie and it sometimes it just feels kind of dated or a drama, you know, it feels kind of dated, but comedies just are funny, right? I mean, they can be funny. I mean, I guess every genre kind of has that, right? I guess like, uh, you know, horror movies, Halloween is still one of my favorites, so scary is scary, right? But I guess I just don't feel like everybody was beating down the door for coming to America. And even though you want Eddie Murphy, like, I'm not sure this is the right one. Um, before we get to a philosophical debate on, on scary is scary of Halloween movies and Friday the 13th back in the day to compared to now, sure. uh, right. I think they don't translate as well at all. Um, but there's the comedies, you're right. I think they're, I mean, some of my favorite comedies are still, you know, Three Amigos and The Jerk, you know, and they're I, I, hilarious. I love, love Steve Martin. I love Axel Foley, you know. Right. I, I, I love Coming to America. All, all these, they're, they're, they're great. And this, I think, will hurt the series because you'll go yeah. back and and not, not like it as much. I, I think you're... You, okay, so you're saying you think people will go back to the original and not like it as much. Is that what you're saying? I think so. I think it takes away. When, once you do a bad sequel, I think it does take away from the series. I mean, and I know I'm jumping genres here, but look at The Matrix. One of, you know, a great movie. And then now you look at The Matrix, because ah, the other two kind of sucked. And Yeah, and, but I, I think the difference I would draw there is that that those sequels were done very, very close to each other. And it, it's so therefore you're kind of almost looking at it as one experience of world building. Now, I, I think the more appropriate comparison would be to say what happens with Matrix Four, like yeah, or what Indiana Jones the, Four. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right. Because the first three are made in a bunch, so you kind of treat them like this, and then it's easier for us to be like, oh, okay, we're just setting aside Crystal Skull. Like that's that's not, and we do the same with Dumb and Dumber, right? Like I don't I don't feel less about Dumb and Dumber because of its sequel. I just delete it. Uh, sequels, a prequel True, and a yes, sequel. Yes, but now with like Ace Ventura, I mean, I do feel like the first one kind of stood on its own and still does. I guess I just feel like with comedies because it's not so much world building and like, you know, stacking upon and the story has to connect. Like you almost watch comedy sequels and you're like, okay, this, I mean, it's just kind of its standalone thing. So I think it's easier to like lop them off on comedies than it is other stories where like you have to build out the world and have this plot and all the characters are all the same. Like, I don't know. I guess I just feel like if coming Dos America is terrible, I'm not going to rethink anything about the original. No, I just think if somebody's watching them for the first time, it would hurt it having two. Uh, for sure. A first time watch, I absolutely guarantee you, like if I show it to my kids, they're going to, you know, probably think less of the first one because of what happened with the second one, even though I do think the comedy factor plays a little bit. Uh, yeah. I mean, they they brought back truly, I think we saw every character in yeah. uh in the trailer. So they're they're bringing bringing them all back. Yeah. I wonder if we're going to get Sam Jackson, you know, as the <laughs> guy who tried to hold up the McDowells. <laughs> you, like you, I mean, I wonder how deep we're going to go. He he doesn't turn down anything. You know he he'd be <laughs> exactly. in if they asked him. If they asked <laughs> yeah. him, he's in. So I know. I feel like uh, yeah, we're gonna get everybody. Yeah, I mean, if, if that's what you want, if, I mean, if you were really itching to see coming Dose America and see all these characters and see like what happened, I mean, you got to be excited about this. I mean, the trailer was just like boom, 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 boom. Like here's all the characters we're gonna show you rapid fire. We added some new ones. Wesley Snipes is here for some unknown reason. Yeah, no clue. I don't know why why he made the cut. I, I think I think he was owed a favor. Yeah, he's trying trying to raise money for his uh blade. Was it his Daywalker click? His Daywalker. Yeah, he wasn't <laughs> allowed to be in the new Blade, so he's making his own Blade movie. Uh, but not Blade Killer or something like that. Uh, yeah. whatever he said. Wesley. I mean, come on, Snipes. yeah. I mean, just, who knows? Maybe just a... what, okay. I say this of it ruins sequels and whatnot, but if you put a white man can't jump. Two, I'm all there. I'm all in. Right. 
you know, like that. Yeah. And so, so there may be people now I love coming to America, but I don't have that connection to where I'm so overly excited about this movie. But if it was white men can't jump, I'd, I'd be right sure. there. So I'm sure there are some people that say, I don't care what they do. They could do the exact same thing, but older. And, and some people are going to have buy-in. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's going to be diehards that have that. Uh, I just, I guess I tend to fall more in the camp these days of like, if it's old enough, just like let it go. I mean, unless you're doing a big revisioning, like I'll, I'll pick another favorite of ours, but like the Rocky franchise, right? Like I don't think I would have been down for a, a Rocky seven, right? Like the continuation of five Balboa into whatever, but Creed was a great re envisioning of the story. We're not getting that here, right? Like that's that's not what we're doing. We are making. We get a little bit of that, isn't it? His son. Yeah, but I guess what I'm saying is like all the look and feel. You're you're not twisting the story on its head or anything unique. I mean, we are really rolling into this saying like we are making you know another coming to America. We're not doing anything different with it. And, And and that brings me to another topic of one of the few comedy sequels that I actually really think is good, and that's 22 Jump Street. And part of the reason it's good okay. is because they lean directly into that. I mean, you have Ice Cube saying through the whole movie, like, <laughs> it's the same thing, just more money. Like, same thing again. Like, And they just beat it into your head. Like, we know what we're doing here, right? We are doing 21 Jump Street again. But they, they make it the butt of the joke, and that's part of what makes the movie work. Yeah. And while I think it would work, it does work with Creed, I would not want a passing of the torch in this. No. You, we've come so far. You have the whole cast. You stick yeah. with the guys that got us there, and that's that's what people want to see. Right. It would be like if they did another Step Brothers. Like you don't want to see the kids of you know Brendan and Dale. Like, right. You want to see Brendan and Dale, but like at some point, it's just like leave it alone. Like it it, it need it did what it needed to do at the time. So let's just let's just back away from it. So I clearly I am going into this jaded. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think this will be a a unfunny nostalgic trip. I think yeah. it's going to be the same same jokes, though maybe one or two thrown in there like, "Oh, okay, that's timely." But then, you know, "Oh, oh, yeah, I remember that from the first one." You know, yeah. I, I think that's how it's going to go. Are you uh revisiting the first one? No. Before you I, watch I, this. I know the first one pretty pretty well. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm going to though. I I think when it comes to things like this, like I I want to make sure stuff doesn't go over my head as much as possible. Like I want to be able to at least like fresh myself up because I I probably haven't seen Coming to America as a whole sit down movie. I don't know, maybe in ten years. Oh, like, okay. Yeah, I, I saw, mean, I've, I I saw it last year. Okay, I mean, I've seen bits and pieces, but I've never made the commitment to like, okay, let's just sit down and watch because you know if you're if you're I can't talk if you're flipping through the middle of it. You know your your guide on your TV. You're like, oh, there's coming to America. I'll you know 20 minutes. Okay, cool. I'll watch it and, and peel away because that's the beauty of it. But I, I think I'm going to revisit it uh, this week before we before we watch it. See, I got it on DVD and I have to watch it before I can put it on the wall. So it needed a, a full <laughs> yeah. full watch. Yeah. So where so I, I would let's do this. I think you're going to be at between a two and a three on this. That's where I think. Yeah. Your range is, it, and that's that's absolutely true. I don't think it will it could get higher than a three. I, I'm think, with you. I think it will be a two. I think you and I both will give it a <laughs> half star bump from that, just because it's Eddie Murphy in, in the franchise that that we like. Um, yeah, I think it's gonna be very hard for us to actually give it a two score, but I think it will be deserving of a two. Yeah, I agree with that. I I wish I wasn't so jaded, but. Uh... Yeah, I just don't have a lot of hope for comedy sequels I mean, this far after. I don't think I'm I'm jaded. I just from seeing the trailer, it looks like the same thing, and so sure. I, I said that's what my expectation. So I hope they just hit me over the head and sideways and and I, yeah. I get something unexpected. But it looks like they're just going back to the well of all the old jokes. You got the sure uh, the the preacher, the barbershop, you know everybody. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, they, they already ruined the uh, Wakanda joke. Uh, that, <laughs> right. Yeah. That, 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 was, that was pretty good, you know? And yeah. so, um, I mean, there, there were a few jokes in there, that one in particular, that give me hope that, okay, even though we're getting the same people in kind of the same situation, slightly modified, that like it's really going to come down to the joke writing. I mean, yeah. if the jokes hit, uh, it sounds so obvious to say, right, in a comedy, if the jokes hit, but I feel like it's more, there's more 
weight put on the writing and the jokes in a movie like this when you've already seen everything once and it's the same people and same characters that you, the writing needs to be 10 times better whereas if it's a new character a new world you might get kind of you know look at the shiny object over here distracts you from maybe some poor writing here or there this one really has to has to crush it with its jokes yeah give me Aquel Foley any day <laughs> yeah <laughs> I agree all right what else you got to say about coming Dos America anything uh, nothing I think uh we'll we'll watch it We'll come back and we'll uh, we'll talk about it. All right. Well, that'll be next week. And in the meantime, we're going to switch over to some spoiler-free talk, I guess, on boss level, which could be real tricky to navigate. I think we can say we'll, we'll do. It'll be an abbreviated spoiler-free, and then we'll have to <laughs> yeah. go and dive into into the rest. Yeah. Okay. So a little bit of background. The story is it's a retired special forces officer trapped in a never ending time loop on the day of his death. Directed by Joe Carnahan, who did The Gray, A-Team, and Smoke and Aces. And we talked about this last time, but it has Frank Grillo, Mel Gibson, and Naomi Watts. A few other people in there, but that that's your, that's your big cast. Um, so spoiler free. I would say I was moderately surprised. A good surprise or a bad surprise? Yeah, yeah a good surprise. Good surprise. Okay. I, I, this had the potential to be a Bruce Willis beeline movie, right? Like just real, real bad, and it was not real, real bad. Okay, okay. Um, I was higher on this than you were, but I, I think we, I came down and you came up, so I think we're probably going to land at the same spot. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, and so my expectations again, I, I hoped for more. And um, what I thought the best parts of a time loop movie, we didn't get. And so I'll get into more of that in the spoiler, but that's where that's where I feel like, gosh, all the parts that you would want to see, we didn't see. And I think I might agree with you. I'll be interested to hear what it is you are talking about, because I, I have a similar comment. I, well, actually, I have the exact same comment. So it's just a matter of what it is that we're talking about there. So it'll be interesting to see. Um I thought it was choreographed well. Yes. Um, I thought Frank Grillo did a pretty good job of being a lead guy. Um, yeah. I like Frank. Yeah, kind of grizzled, but had some uh, had some comedic chops to him at times. What else? Um, we, I'm glad Gronk was not a main role. <laughs> I, I saw uh, Gronk right away. <laughs> yes, yes. That uh, that worked out about the most Gronk I could handle, and so they, they capped it right there at, at tolerable. Yeah. Um, Presentation-wise, I actually thought that... So one of the things that we mentioned in the previous episode, I think I specifically was like, well, you probably can't go too video game-ish with it because then you're just bleeding into Scott Pilgrim territory. But they... They did manage to do like just enough video game with like the the, the title cards that cut in with like the I forget was it say attempt forty nine or right. something like that. Um, so that was just enough of it to give it like a little bit of humor and spice, I guess, without making it really feel like okay, we went off the deep end with the video game stuff. So I, I thought I thought the presentation was good. Frank did lay it out for you. It's yes. like a video game. Right, you know, and then, I mean, and he yeah. he kind of narrates that that part right into it, you know. Yeah. Like, in case you don't know what we're doing, it's like <laughs> right. a video game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else? I mean, I, I thought it was well shot. I didn't groan at any of the CGI really. I think the helicopter looked a little wonky at times to me, but I didn't notice anything bad about the effects that I would say, "Oh, that looked terrible." Uh, yeah. I thought it looked it looked the budget was appropriate, whatever it was, yeah. and they used it. Nicely, I I will say, uh, I was a bit disappointed in my in my boy Mel, mm-hmm. um, and not from what he did. I just think they totally underutilized him, and maybe that was his shooting schedule. He said, "I'll, I'll give you a solid four hours, and then <laughs> yeah. I'm done." You know, but right. but it was more of a, you know, it comes down to the bad guy, and he was the bad guy, and he I like him as a bad guy, and they kind of gave him an interesting backstory as a bad guy or at least what he was trying to do i just don't think they use them at all i agree i think you could actually cut mel out of the movie because in essence the bad guy is the time loop mechanism it just so happens that mel is well someone has to send the bad guys after him so Uh, right yes exactly so but i mean 
yeah, I don't think he really, it's not Mel's fault, just that it didn't call for a main villain, really. No. Like you said, other than somebody to send some henchmen out. And and the, and that's where I think the title is misleading, because you think mm-hmm. boss level, and you get a, a boss a boss fight, I guess. Right. And that's not what, they, they twisted that into something else. And so not utilizing Mel really at all. Yeah, well, and the way the movie was going, I actually thought that they were going to go for a comedy route when Frank and Mel finally square off. Like, I, I thought it was going to be like equilibrium where <laughs> it's just, it's over before you know it, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and any, well, any, Mel can do comedy, you know, and I thought that mm-hmm. they would have more, more banter, you know, and he, he kind of does some, some stuff. But again, I, I think they had a, here's your budget of time and, and, Mel didn't change clothes, so here's <laughs> right. here's your here's your your four hours of us, and then we'll, you can do other stuff without me. And was still the highest paid guy on set. And was still the highest paid guy on set. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so spoiler free. Still, we talked a lot about the time loop mechanism and how deep they should go into that. Um, keeping it spoiler free. How? What are your thoughts on how they handled that? Too much, too little, just the right amount. Um, the the why I didn't necessarily like, but mm-hmm. the how how he looped back uh, each day made sense. Mm-hmm. Like I thought they did that well. Yeah. Um, versus just a, a random clock strike at midnight, you know, and all of a sudden you're back. You know, I'm glad right. they didn't do that. What what they did do made sense. Right. I agree. I I thought it was a little the science behind it, or at least the the way it loops, uh, makes sense to me. I I struggled a little bit with, and this could have just been my you know I, I'm missing a key sentence here or there, but like I did sort of struggle with like what was the goal of the whole thing. I mean, I, superficially, I know that you know Mel was trying to shape things his way, but I didn't really fully understand how they were going to pull that off with the mechanism that they had. So. But I didn't, well, it yeah. didn't really matter. I think this was just the first step into this technology. And that yeah. if you think of what this could mean, you could do this, you know? Right. And I think that's kind of eventually you could solve all the world's problems. You know, he kind of gives a little speech there of, you know, there's no more. I think he mentioned Hitler. They mentioned Hitler yeah. a lot, I feel like. He did. <laughs> yeah. Well, and there was a Hitler gun reference, too. Lots right. Of... Like I said, throughout the whole movie, I think there was a lot yeah. of Hitler references, <laughs> right. you know. Um, but they're. He's got to reinforce like, that they're the bad guys, Carson. They, I mean, they, that's the, well, the surefire I mean, that's, way. It's the ultimate villain, right? You <laughs> yeah. know, you, there are Nazis out there. Uh-huh. You know, but it was. Uh, he did kind of explain the, the why this was so. And obviously, if you can time travel, I guess this would be. Mm-hmm. We just this fall in the time travel. Yeah, I guess you're going, you're traveling backwards, kind of. Yeah, so kinda. I guess if you could time travel, you could change things and benefit yourself if you're selfish or the world if you're not. Yeah. So there's motive. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Well, what, uh, before we move into spoilers, then what did, uh, what'd you rate it? I believe I gave it a two and a half. So I gave okay. it a, an average action movie. Okay. And I think I that, was, I think that has to do with again a little bit disappointed. I might like it a little bit better upon a second viewing, um, which I've granted myself as a as a two. You, if it were on, I'd I'd watch it, but I wouldn't go go searching for it. Yeah, so I, I think you you hit the nail on the head. It sounds like you probably dropped a little bit, and I came up. So I'm actually at a three. I I thought oh. it was. A solid movie. I enjoyed watching it. I wasn't like blown away, but it kept my attention. And I, you're right. I, I don't know that I would seek it out again. But if I was really bored and couldn't find anything else to watch, I mean, and it's right there sitting on Hulu. You know, I, I've gone through Netflix. I've gone through Amazon. Can't find anything. <laughs> I open up Hulu. Boss level sitting right there. Like, yeah, okay. You know, I'll watch it. I, I mean, it's not something that I think I'm going to get, you know, a ton out of on rewatches. But it's it's certainly it was quick too. Right, an hour and a half. I mean. In and yeah. out, real fast. Yeah. So, yeah. I I liked it. I'm I'm at a three. Okay. Okay. So before we move to spoilers, um, I did watch Palm Springs, another Hulu original. Uh, that yep. is another time loop that just came yep. out, what a month ago. 
Um, I think it's maybe end of the year, first of the year, something like that. Okay, so that's uh, they added an interesting twist, which I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, and things made sense the way they did it. Mm-hmm. Now, had that been something like an action movie, I thought that would have been really cool. Yeah. I did enjoy, I think, I enjoyed Palm Springs more than I did this. Oh, for sure. I, so I'm if, with you on that one. So if you're looking for a, a time loop movie. and you On see, Hulu. On on Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> that came out this year. Like, if you're looking for one and you've seen all the other ones, watch watch this one over yeah. this one. <laughs> I agree with you. I really enjoyed Palm Springs, and the more I, the more I've thought about it afterwards, the more I, I really liked it. I, I think it also benefited from a really good cast that was stronger than this one. Um, and in the rom com setting, allowed a little bit more dimensionality, depth to characters. I really like Sandberg's character. I like the female lead in that, and I thought uh, J.K. Simmons was fantastic too. So it just had, I mean, right or wrong, boss level has no. I shouldn't say no depth. It just doesn't have it, that. That's not its aim is to go deep. Palm Springs tried to have a kind of a resonating message with it. Yeah. Concept wise. I just thought they, they hit it Yeah, because they did time loop a little bit different. Well, yes. I thought boss level was doing time loop, but sort of video game. So we, the, the rules are the same, but it's just in a different scenario. Um, uh, Palm Springs changed the rules a little bit, and so that's yep. so it gave us a different a different spin, and I I enjoyed that. Yeah, I agree with you. I I would say boss level is watchable, but you know, Palm Springs is the time loop movie movie to go see right now. Yeah, if you, if you only budget one time loop movie, you know, a month. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> to do time, do uh, Palm Springs. Go back to Edge of Tomorrow next month, and then watch boss level. Right. <laughs> All right, we ready for spoilers? Yes. Okay. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. All right. Spoiler time. So, spoilers. Okay. Um, Gosh, where to start? Uh, I don't know. Where do you want to start? Gronk dies immediately. Yes, he does. So as soon Although as we still see him hit, a lot. Uh, yeah, as soon as the knife hit him in the forehead, and I was like, that's the appropriate amount of Gronk. And then, of course, my mom goes, okay, we're going to see him every day. you know. Yeah. So there's a chance for him to have an expanded role, which he, he did have an expanded role. He got, uh, a he, got, he got one line that was covered up <laughs> by the helicopter. You could barely yeah. hear it. Yeah. And so I actually went back to, to the gosh, what did he actually say? And then the, it was just covered up by the helicopter. He didn't even right. really get credit for it. Yeah, because they could have easily made Gronk be the right-hand guy. Uh, oh, Mel for Gibson. sure. I mean, because that, that other guy, is it like Mike and Molly? Is that what he's from? <laughs> Are you saying that's Mike from Mike and Molly? I don't know. He looked like somebody I've seen before. Where, <laughs> yeah, where did I know that guy He was guy on from? Mad TV a long time ago. Mad and, TV. Uh, okay. And then uh, I want to say Entourage. Uh, he okay. Had, He's there. Uh, I don't. I, I don't watch a lot of TV. I just knew I'd seen that guy before on TV somewhere. Yeah, yeah. He's done. He's done a couple of things. Uh, yeah. But Mad TV was, I think, where you're, where you're noticing yeah. him from. Okay, so I do know where I want to start. Uh, your comment about, um, you didn't get to see the one thing you want to see in a time loop movie. What and, what was not, that? One not thing? one thing. All the things. Like you say, okay. what what are Elaborate. you wanting to see in a in a time loop movie? And I'll I'll start from the beginning, which I think is what uh, you're getting at. Is I want to see him encounter everybody for the first time. Mm-hmm. You know, all these bad guys, and especially in a video game movie. Uh, yes, it's taken him 14 days to get to pass this this one person. Okay, uh, we only have to see it once, but he can kind of narrate through that. But then he sees this next person. By the time we meet Frank. He's already met all of the villains and given them cute little names. I liked the little names that he gave him, and I don't. I never asked her what her name was, so I call her this. I thought I, I liked that. That was really mm-hmm. that was really good. And he did that. He made little nicknames for everybody, but we never saw him meet any of them. We never right. saw him figure out how to beat any of them. Exactly. And that and that, that was mine. Yeah, and that's the cool thing that you want to see in a time loop of trial and error. 
of him trying to beat that one new guy that he just encountered uh, stair-stepping his way to a video game. Yeah, and I do think they gave us that a little bit, right? Because especially with, uh, oh man, what's her name? Guan, Guan, oh no. I had her name in my head a minute ago and I forgot it. She keeps saying it over and over. How did I yeah. forget this? <laughs> and I have done this, yeah. Yes, yeah, her. So that that's the one person that we do see that he has to learn how to get past because then he goes but, and trains with Michelle Yeoh. And... So before that, he kills her and leaves her in an elevator. Like he kills them all. And she's lying there in the pile with him before he even trains with the sword. Is that with a chain gun? No, that's before that. Uh, okay. It was, I forgot how he killed them, but uh, he killed them all and they're sitting there in an elevator and he moves on to something else. And then he learns how to fight her one-on-one. Like okay. I, like she was in the elevator. Like I don't I keep saying elevator. That's what I'm picturing. But there's okay. A, yeah, there's I can't a pile remember of their the... bodies. <laughs> you know, you remember that? Yeah. The only time I remember that one is on the chain gun, but I'm probably just misremembering that. But I guess my overall point is still that that I agree with you. That's the only one that we got to see, and it just sucks because you do want to see his his progression of figuring this out or getting better, and that that's kind of the cool that would tie in with more of the levels too, right? Is that you learn how to beat this level, then you're on the next one, you learn how to do that. And you beat, so it, it hammers home that more video gameish loop, which is exactly, I think what you were trying to say. Yeah. And I'm, I'm totally fine with meeting him mid loop. I don't, mm. I don't need him waking up on day one and trying to figure out how to beat the first guy or why this guy is trying to kill him. Uh, I'm okay with getting through the first guy and telling us kind of what's going on, and, but then getting to our stages, he's like, but I've never gotten past here, you know? Right. And, and that, that was good. You know, but I wanted that to be somebody who he fights. Right. Like that. And I think that's, yeah, I agree with you. And I think that's what I was trying to say before. Um, I think in the last episode when we were talking about this and I said, you could almost do some Tarantino ish flashbacks so you can have him encounter this bad guy for the 50th time and then make some quip about like, well, let's hope this goes better than the first time I met this person. Right. And then you cut back and you can kind of see, and then maybe give a quick little progression of how things have been going. You, you, you don't always have to play it out linearly, like, right. but at least give us those insights into that because, I mean, that's what you love about movies is the hero struggles a little bit. And he does struggle in this movie, but it's like that would be the cool part of the cool part of looping through something and getting to do it a thousand times is like how many, you know, how many tries did it take you to get there? What did you learn? Like, did you go from not knowing anything about using a sword to now you're a sword expert? Cool. We'll show us how you did that. And they kind of did that one, but there were so many other ones to try and figure out. Right. That I think it could have been a little bit better. And I even like the, you know what, I'm I'm not even gonna try to fight him, I'm gonna try to find a bar. You know, I, I Right. I, I like that little diversion piece, but I just didn't feel like we got enough of the what I thought would have been the cool piece of, of this. And then they spent so much time on the not cool stuff. Um it, it, another one is the boss, you know, Mel Gibson. There there was no boss fight, you know, mm. and maybe Mel Gibson's not the right guy, or maybe the and I did this girl. Um, was the boss, you know, maybe that, that was, I guess that was the big fight that they were building right. towards, but I didn't feel like she had that weight to her earlier in the movie, which they could have just made her his right hand man and not the big guy. Right. You know, and that, cause he did nothing. Right. So the big guy did nothing. Mel did nothing. Like, mm-hmm. And he, he even brings up, Oh, I'm at the boss level where I'm fighting them all. And then yeah. chain gun is very, <laughs> Like this is boring. Like like that's yeah. that sucks. You wanna show him maybe killing everybody with a sword, you know? Yeah. I agree. And that that moment is where I thought, okay, he got past the sword girl and he's easily dispatched the big right hand man. I was kinda hoping they would go the route of Mel doesn't know how to fight and Frank just destroys him in like two seconds because you know me. One of my biggest pet peeves is like the guy sure. who shouldn't be the, the, able to hold, you know, go toe to toe with Frank all of a sudden can. And not saying Mel can't hold his own, but I mean, Frank has now gone through this 200 some odd times. I mean, he's clearly <laughs> got it down to a science. I mean, I think he could dispatch a Mel pretty quickly, no matter how good of a fighter Mel is. Yeah, it's not like former special forces turned tech genius billionaire you know like yeah. like mel mel didn't have that background you know yeah and so he he was basically a guy and so yeah. yes he right it, it doesn't fit for him to to fight which he didn't really put up much of a fight no he um, didn't. but it, again it was 
was trying. Yeah, it, it wasn't as comical as it looked like you were trying to. Sure. Did want. But yeah. So I guess I have another question though. Would you have preferred Frank not be a special forces guy? Would yes. you rather him just been a Joe Blow? Yes, I think so. I think so too. Um, it makes sense why he can do that, but I would rather have him learned all that through yeah. his his time there. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I think you can make him still be Frank Grillo and like a a dad who's athletic and in shape and stuff like that. I'm not saying you have to go pick like me off the street to do this, but <laughs> I, I think having him be special forces, just like it, it kind of just allows you story wise, writing wise to just short circuit things and like take it for granted. Cause it's kind of like, you know, tell the John wick story about him being the Baba Yaga, you know, like, okay, well then now, you know, he can kill guys with pencils. So you don't have to show a whole lot. Whereas I think if you make Frank a normal guy, who like literally the first time he faces somebody just gets absolutely destroyed. Right. Like, yeah. like I would, if I walked across the street and saw an assassin, I mean, I'd die within two seconds. So like, I think that would have like shown him, you would have had to have forced the showing of him leveling up a lot more. Whereas you just write special forces guy in the script. And then now you can just shortcut. No, absolutely. And it gave you, uh, it's basically an out. Like mm-hmm. I know that he can beat these guys when you didn't even use the time loop to to that advantage, you know, right. the, the time loop. So I go back to Edge of Tomorrow, which, you know, Tom Cruise mm-hmm. had no business being on the battlefield, you know, yep. and died every two seconds mm-hmm. in, in the in the ways that he did. Um, that was the leveling up type of thing that, that we kind of wanted, to, which would have been really cool in the video game type setting uh, of him. A fighting game, I guess, type, as mm-hmm. opposed to a shooter game. That would have been right, um, but that's uh, of using it to the advantage. And they kind of showed it at the beginning of him, you know, kind of sidestepping his way to the coffee. Like he realized he's using the time loop, but he didn't need to be a special forces guy. He could just be yeah. be in shape, Frank. Yep. Um, so kind of piggybacking on that, one of the things I kind of wish too was that the the henchmen were a little bit more unique. I mean, they they def they definitely were unique in the sense like, you know, the sword girl was a sword girl and then they had the two, I think, German black guys who were hitmen. So I mean, you could tell them apart. It wasn't like they were, you know, nameless faces kind of, right? Like they had a style, but like I wish they had Running Man is a bad example, but that's what I'm kind of getting at is like I wish they each had a, a particular skill. Dynamo. Exactly. That's Huh? You want a dynamo? Yeah, I mean, kind of, because, right, like, <laughs> when you think video games, usually there's some guy, the you know, the bad guy at the end of each level, that has some special weapon or some special characteristic. And, and they kind of did that because the one guy had the harpoon and, you know, the other guys. But, like, I wish they had leaned into it a little bit more. So, like, there's a, there's a particular skill he has to learn or method that he has to learn to beat that person instead of just dying over and over and over again until he can find the right way to kill them. That's like, you see what I'm saying? Like, I wish it was a, yeah. something he had to beat. Well, and that's the, that's the problem with the way they did the script of, they didn't have to set them up as a cool bad guy, you know? Right. And so you just had, Oh, well he, he slapped a bomb on my back once and blew up. And so now I just don't do that again. You know, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. so all of a sudden he's not a very good bad guy, you know, but if it takes him four or five times, cause this guy, has a chain gun, you know, and I, I gotta get through there. Or this guy, you know, keeps freaking stabbing me with knives. I need to make sure that I'm prepared, you know, and put on Kevlar or something before I go into this yeah. battle, you know, something. Um, exactly. That, so, like, if the little guy had been like a bomb expert, yeah. then Frank needs to learn how to become a bomb expert and like spot and defuse bombs. Like, I, that's not the best example, but like, that's what I'm saying. Cause like, that's what video games feel like. Like, this guy's got this weapon. I gotta figure out how to get around this weapon. As opposed to just like, all right, I'm just going to die 50 times and figure out how to dispatch this guy with my normal skills that I have. Yeah, I'm I'm chasing this this little guy through a house, but he has this whole thing wired. Yeah, you know, well, like that's his his thing is he has these bombs everywhere. It's like, dang it, I didn't see that one. <laughs> right, <laughs> you know, he's him trying to navigate all the bombs that he's laid around, but there, yeah, there, there wasn't there wasn't those scenes which I think that's what they they missed out on. And then and to your point from our. Uh, our trailer talk about this the the high stakes one 
they didn't show of they they mention it now once you go through you got to do it without dying because that's dying for real yeah. you know and then he just wakes up and you don't get to see that one yeah and which so, i actually was fine with that you're fine I, no i was fine with it too i didn't care i don't care to see the high stakes whatever you know but sure uh, i know you mentioned it and i was like that's kind of what some people would expect of now there's something on the line yeah well, and that's what I kind of liked about it is like I think the expectation everybody had was okay, here we go. There's one more loop, and they're like, no, we we don't even need to show you this now because like it doesn't really matter because by that point the the story has morphed from how does he survive the day to um, you know him and his relationship with his son and Naomi Watts. I mean, sure, you want him to make it through one more time so they can actually you know live their life. I don't think he has any. I don't think we as viewers have anything any reason to think he won't make it through that day given he knows exactly how it's going to play out and i guess it's just a matter of completing steps one through 99 exactly the same way if you were frank and she told you that would you go well let me run through it a couple more times before <laughs> yeah, kind of a, yeah. i was like before i do it for real let me let me yeah. try this let me really get this down yeah i'd want to make sure i had it down pat yeah yeah, I mean, probably, but I, I think we can all take into account that he had gone through it like 200 times and probably is going to get through it this 200 But made it to time. the end once? Well, only because he found out that he was going down the wrong path each time. Yeah, well, okay, so I liked that. I liked that he made it to the boss level and then realized he didn't do all the missions to get there. Right. You know, and it's like, oh, shoot, they've been killing my son this entire time, yeah. you know, and I, I didn't realize that that was a thing I was supposed to be doing. And so yeah. I was like, you get to the end of the game, it's like, no, you didn't collect all the damn coins like you were supposed to, you know, <laughs> exactly. so like, oh, yeah. okay, there's some stars out there that you missed. Uh, I was like, you didn't really pass this game. And so I liked that, that twist of you have to go back and read and do this mission and kill everybody. Uh, yeah. So that, that was good. I did like that. Mm-hmm. I agree. I thought I thought that uh, I did not expect this movie to go the route of having a little bit of heart to it with the angle with his son and then folding back in Naomi Watts. I mean, that's just usually not something that I would expect from this type of movie. And I I I like that addition to it. It was a nice little wrinkle, uh, you know, in like the last act. I think a wrinkle in time. Yes, pun yeah. intended. They uh, <laughs> uh, I I did like the bomb. The bomb made sense of it, not mm-hmm. just him uh, blowing up. So, it's like, okay, the whole city blew up, and then that's what you got to start over. So you know that's coming unless he stopped the bomb. And so that's uh, that gave a good reset button. Yes. Uh, Instead opposed. of just being like an arbitrary, like, because, you know, everybody's biggest question is always, well, what happens if you survive into the next day? Like, how far does the loop go before it resets? Right. Right. And that was their way around it. And so it gave me that end. So it didn't have yeah. that question of, uh, you know, did he fall asleep or does, you know, whatever. How does he get to that next day? And if he dies when he's 90, does he start his day over? Because that's what I was saying <laughs> right. in, the, in the trailer. You know, yeah. uh, that'd be funny if they kind of did that. You know, it's like, oh, geez, I'm back here. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, which, uh, you know, I'm sure at some point in time loop history, we're going to get something like that. But Oh, for sure. Yeah, because we're starting to scratch the surface and, uh, and it, they, they added a new element in Palm Springs, but this is not a Palm Springs spoiler podcast. <laughs> so right. um, they added a new wrinkle, which which was great. Had that been in an action movie, that could have been pretty cool too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, that gave a good a good reset. Yeah, I agree. So. Um, I don't know that I have much more to say. What about you? Uh, I don't really. Um, it, I liked a lot of it um but again i thought the, the the pieces that were missing are what we wanted to see yeah agreed so and i'll be interested to hear from other people like do other because it's weird that you and i had that same exact thought i wonder how many other people watch this movie thinking that too like i mean i go back to like the matrix like part of the cool thing is seeing like how he struggles to figure out what even when he's learning kung fu and guns like there's this natural building up and you, you get to go along for the ride. And this one gives you little nuggets of the ride. So I just wonder how many other people feel that the same way as us. Cause we, we were pretty much in, in lockstep on that one. And I'm pretty sure that people will agree with us that they didn't need to see the origin again. 
of the day one. Right. Yeah. Um, but we could have seen more more growth out of Frank other than sword fighting. Because really, that's the thing he did was yep. sword fight. Yep. I agree. All right. Are we ready for our questions? Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. I am Thor, son of Odin. And as long as there is life in my breast, I am running out of things to say. Are you ready? All right, what was your favorite moment? My favorite moment, um, I think I think I mentioned it just a second ago. Was the realization of he got to the end, but he he did at the same time, mm-hmm. and yeah. that, uh, and then also that he found out there was another mission later. Uh, if he could save his wife, but he had to do it in twelve minutes. You know, yeah, right. still yeah. like, you know, and so it kept changing the how he did his day, and so it's like, okay, so I did this day this way, and I got to the end. Could have been my end, but it was the end of them too. Uh, yep. And so he found a way to save the son. He had to find a, a different way to save the wife, uh, ex-wife, uh, girlfriend. Did we ever decide she was uh, Naomi, baby mama? Yeah. I, I thought it was ex-wife. But... Ex-wife, sure. Yeah. Um, okay. So, but it was a different mission to do that. It wasn't all in the the same mission. So, uh, but I think the realization to go back for the son and how many times do I let him die, I, I liked that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mine's mine's right there with you. I don't know if it's that exact piece, but I liked I liked the exchange with him and his son where he decided to just spend the days with him for a while, like going and playing video games and they're sitting there on the bench, you know, each day the the world actually ends each time and he's there with his son who falls asleep on his shoulder. That was, I just thought that was a really interesting touch of some heart in the movie that I did not expect from this movie. Is that bad that neither one of us picked an action sequence? No, I don't think so. I think it's, I mean, I felt like the action was all good. I didn't think the action was bad. It was well choreographed. I don't think it really like stood out as like, oh that's, my god, this is incredible. That's my point. Yeah, yeah. But it certainly wasn't bad. But I also think this came out of like left field for us because it's not usual that you would expect. In general, a movie like this, in specificity, this particular movie on Hulu with Frank Grillo and all that and Gronk, you know, like you don't expect that wrinkle of the sun angle. I just like completely didn't see it coming. So I think it just kind of caught me off guard, but in a very good way. So it like, it resonated, I think is what it did. Whereas everything else was just sort of three-star action movie. So, yeah. Yeah. I think, well, everything else would be like a two-star action movie. I think if you're just talking <laughs> the, the action through, because again, nothing was memorable about the action. Yeah. Uh, and I think again, that goes back to, you didn't fight, cool different guys in cool different ways and i yes. thought and and perhaps that's my expectations coming in of this level and need to fight this cool different guy in a cool different way and move on to the next one and there was really nothing memorable about any of the fights i mean yeah. out, outside of of uh and i did this i mean that that, mm-hmm. that that's kind of the only sticking of, of her killing him and then taunting him how he right. heard that i don't know his head's off but okay <laughs> right uh, okay so I think we're going to be on the same page here with what we want to change. Um, I don't know if you have a, a particular tweak you want to make there or. Uh, that's what I keep beating the horse. I feel like I keep yeah. lo- looping and, and beating the horse again and looping back and <laughs> right. beating the horse yeah. again. Uh, I wanted to see him fight bad guys, you know, in yeah. di- cool in different ways. Yep. I, I think mine's kind of a tangent from that. I would have forced that issue by making him be a regular guy. Yeah, like a Level regular up. Joe Blow guy who doesn't know the first thing about fighting or shooting guns. Michael Sarah. <laughs> yeah, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you have to go comedy at that point. But yeah, what? I mean, I think there would be something to that. I mean, you could maybe have started the movie with Frank Grillo sitting behind a desk, you know, or maybe he's like a gym teacher or something like that. So you can kind of believe his physique or whatever. But like, you know, don't have to make him special forces. Okay. Um Side note: Did you like when they did a flashback to the previous day? I, it it was I, I flatline on that one, like whatever. I I disliked it. Like I, okay. I really like I actively disliked it when I was watching it. I'm like, in more of 
I would have almost rather him watched a video of something that happened the previous day than, than hmm. go uh, yesterday. Here, here's what you did. We didn't show you. I mean, if you're right. going to do that, I and mean, we talked about the, you know, you know, three days earlier, you know, garbage. But yeah, I just felt like for, for our, we were starting off in the time loop. Let's just stay there. Yeah, let's just stay there the whole time, and you figure out how to do it the whole time. I didn't like the the. Well, we didn't tell you this, so here's here's their relationship before. Right. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't like that part. I just wanted to yeah, stay, I, stay in the loop. I, it would definitely be an interesting writing exercise to figure out how you would pull off the vision that we have in our heads. Because if you start at day zero, and then, I mean, you're going to have to jump at some point, right? Because you can't just sit there and spin your wheels and spin your wheels. You have to find a creative way to show this leveling up that we want to show without making it a two and a half hour movie. Because um, mm-hmm. it's just going to wear thin. So uh, not saying that, you know, that they totally missed the mark, but... I'm also not 100% sure how we would craft the movie in a way that we get the things we want out of it while not being so thin that it just feels like nothing more than that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it would be a tough. It's easier said than done. Yeah, well, I just... Th- and it could get repetitive, what I have in my mind, of each fight. You could have a full extensive fight with, you know, parts of it for him dying a lot, mm-hmm. you know, and then finding different ways... Uh, to do it and it could get i mean me calling it repetitive in a time movie that's funny but but right. the but you know going going to each one of like all right here's the new guy and then him dying basically immediately and then the the quick cuts i guess what might get repetitive the quick cuts of him dying a lot right. and trying to work his way through uh, that's essentially how i think i would do it and then get to yeah. the final fight i mean yes in concept but I think you could wear thin with audiences pretty quickly if you kept doing that over and over. But that's where it's going to come down to, you know, how good is your choreography? Um, what are the what is so unique about each person, each bad guy that then that like that stuff has to become more and more interesting um, so that you're you're kind of distracted by those things. So you're not yeah. so that you're excited to loop again and figure out what the challenge is as opposed to, you know, being just being bored. Yeah, they're not all hand to hand fights. You know, right. One's a gunfight. One's a sword fight. One's you know navigating the bombs that he put out. Right. You know, you know, sort of get get through different techniques. Yeah. You know, I mean, it actually reminds me. There's a, I, uh, some kung fu movies that I like that they do that right. Like they have to uh, beat people with each different style. Like you have to figure out the style that best goes against the bad guy style and there might be five bad guys that you have to face in order but you have to change your style with each one so like i think there's a way to do it but you you have to you have to be clever with it yeah and i think that would get too that'd be almost too subtle to be different oh yeah i'm not saying you should do that specific thing did you notice frank fighting in the crane style against (laughs) this person and then tiger style against the other one that works in kung fu movies i guess what i'm saying is like (laughs) That would you'd have to take that and like extrapolate it out to like yeah gun sword uh, bombs you know flamethrower whatever it is that you're gonna you know do here you know brute strength whatever it is like uh, yeah. you got to figure out how to get by them right yep yeah no, I think I think we're on the same page <clears throat> all right so then the last one we have which I think we've kind of beaten this one to death too is if you like this movie you would also like um, I mean clearly we've talked Palm Springs here a lot I mean different different genre well. It's a time loop movie if that's a genre. <laughs> I don't think yet. Lo- I don't think it's a uh, it's a genre yet. <laughs> it's quickly becoming one. It's a mechanism in a sure, genre. It is How that. about that? Uh, you know, Palm Springs, Edge of Tomorrow. I mean, both really good movies that I think have time loops that you would like, whether we're even talking about boss level or not. But it's still at least a uh, you know a right recommendation. Yeah, I think Edge of Tomorrow is the best one that does this. Mm-hmm. It has every element of things I hate in a movie, and it still manages to be a five-star right. movie for me. Uh, I, if you go down Carson's list of things that, that suck in movies, they have it. They have it in this, and it's awesome. Yeah, And, and I, I don't know how uh, or why, but uh, but I'm there. Yeah, you know, I'm not even that big of a Tom Cruise fan. You know, it's It's hard not to like Tom Cruise. I I like, I like him, but I can't say like, oh yeah, Tom Cruise movie. You know, like I'm not, yeah, uh, like I don't thrive on that. Um, But then every movie he makes, you're like, yeah, solid movie. Okay. 
Yeah, good good movie. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's not, if uh, if uh, let's take it, if Mel Gibson was in what, Edge of Tomorrow, you'd be like, yeah, of course you like it because it's Mel Gibson, you know. <laughs> right, but yeah. but I, but I don't have that. Or oh yeah, it was The Rock, so of course you love it, you know. Like that's right. uh, I don't have that with Tom. You know, I enjoy his movies, but but I just think I, I don't despise him. It's not like Tom Hanks running through a time loop, <laughs> you know. But right. But they uh, so it it is it is the best in the in the mechanism mm-hmm. i did enjoy the first happy death day uh the, the horror comedy route and then palm springs is really good and i think mm-hmm. it, i think this is i think this is the worst time time loop movie um that I've uh seen. well we watched triangle that's kind of the same deal where you think this is better or worse than triangle i don't know what you're talking about the on the boat the girl it's kind of the horror movie remember and there's like stacks of her own body uh, was that on the, time loop okay uh ish right because yeah. there's like stacks of her own bodies there and it, yes it, it is time loopish yes okay so that was the worst this is better than that okay uh did you ever see primer that yes. low budget yeah uh, where they have it in, okay i thought so. yeah we we talked about it for like a month oh whoa we, we covered it, it on this podcast we did a yes we did a, <laughs> i forgot about that <laughs> we okay. have we have an episode of primer if you'd like to go yeah. check that out at whatever number that is i wish i had been slick enough to mean to do that but i i really did not yeah yeah no <laughs> i i enjoyed that and it was better than this okay but this one's not bad so maybe time loop movies are a little bit better than i guess i would give them credit for on the surface yeah, I think as a genre, it is better than video game movies. Oh Jesus! I mean, it's not even close at this point. We just we just went through our video game movies, <laughs> uh, the best ones, our top five. Uh, yeah, the last episode. And... So we could... <laughs> <laughs> so, so we could make a list of top five time loop movies, and each one of them would be better than the best video game movie. Uh, the bottom one might be right at the top of video game movies and ironically it's a video game time loop movie right i think yeah i think i could find palm springs primer edge of tomorrow groundhog day uh i feel like i just left one off oh boss level i mean there's five and i'd rather watch all five of those than any of the things i put on my top five list uh last week's episode yeah happy death day yeah there's there's six so yeah we should we should have done top five time loop movies. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's only like five. It's hard to do that. Yeah. You're right. That's true. This time next next year when Amazon cranks out about ten of them, we'll uh, yeah, we'll, we'll come back and revisit that. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's gonna do it for boss level, and obviously that means that next week we are coming in with uh, coming dose America, coming dose America, and uh oh, uh, is it time to preview? It's, it's not time, time to preview Snyder Cut yet, is it? It is. Oh, I thought we were off a week. I thought... Uh, no, you do get no breaks from Snyder. Are you sure? I thought we had a potential uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier debut before Snyder Cut was ready. No, you're right. It's Snyder Cut and then Falcon and Winter Soldier. Oh. So that means I have to watch Coming to America 1, Coming Dose America, Justice League, and then get ready for Snyder. Okay. You got right. a busy week, sir. Well, I mean, that's not all in one week. I got a couple weeks to pull all this off. But the the good news is, about every day, Snyder's been giving you a different trailer for a movie <laughs> that we've already seen the majority of, and right. somehow there are twelve trailers featuring each different uh, person. I was like, no, nah, I haven't watched any of them. But I'm like, how much of this movie is actually left? If you if you string all the trailers together. I'm pretty sure that you've seen every scene. I, no, because it's a four-hour movie, which I'm, I'm which I'm fine with. Uh, oh. I am fine with. I just hate like why does he keep doing that? Oh, and here's our Wonder Woman trailer of all her scenes that are in the Snyder Cut. Here's they are milking it, trailer. man. They're milking it. Everything it's worth. They're gonna squeeze every last view and dollar out of this. And of course, I read an article this week that's like WB hates it supposedly. I mean, who knows how true that is? But they, they don't. They don't like the final cut. No, they don't like it. And uh, I think I read that the whole announcement of the new Superman movie uh, was potentially dropped out there for a distraction from the Snyder Cut. Oh. 
Oh, I thought basically it was saying a... like if Justice League sucks again, then don't worry, we've got you got know, a new one new to make in development. Yeah, we may have lost Henry, or we'll bring Henry back if you like it. We'll see. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna straddle that line. Yeah. Did you like the Snyder cut? Okay, Henry's back. Nope. No. Yeah. Yeah. We weren't gonna bring him back anyway. We are totally in a new direction. Oh God, DC's gonna DC, man. So, All coming right. to America. We'll uh, yep. we'll see you next week. Next week, where can they find you on Twitter, Carson? At Carson Graff, G R A F F. You can find me there at Two Views Garrett, G A R R E T T. Find the show on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or you can email us at twoviewsmovies at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the show via Apple, Google, Spotify, basically anywhere you listen, we are there. If you already subscribed, then just leave us a review and let everybody know that you like it. Like we mentioned, we will be back next week with Coming Dose America. Catch you next time. What should we do next? Something good? Something bad? Bit of both? Bit of both!